Well, God bless you, my brothers and sisters. It's a blessing to be here um, in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I am just so thankful um, always when God will allow us to come together and to worship him and to have a word that we always pray that it is a, a word that's uplifting and edifying for the body of Christ. Um, the word that God has given to me for this week, it, it may sound kind of comical, but you know, so many times we we get away from expecting good things. Maybe you're in a cycle where so many bad things have been happening. Like you get out of one bad situation and you're into another bad situation. You 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 think you have found the right person for a relationship and it turns out that that person is not right, that they are nothing like they have tried to... Um, uh, perceive uh, or, or deceive you to see them as and and maybe you having a bad week a bad month a bad year on the job that you have and so therefore you start expecting all of these bad things to happening to happen you you stop looking for God to show up you stop looking for people to be kind you stop expecting people to smile so when you're walking into a building or you're walking into a room you no longer say good morning you no longer have that joyous look because you have allowed yourself to stop expecting great things and i was talking to one of my co-workers and um uh, we were talking just in general how so sometimes people um, come to a doctor's office and I granted I know sometimes we don't feel good when we go and and you'll have some patients that are so mean and they're so rude and then you'll have another patient to come who when you're looking at their medical history you you see for for everything that they're going through they have every right to be maybe angry or to be sad or depressed but then that person comes in and you say good morning or good afternoon and they say good afternoon and and the next question is how are you i'm doing great because no matter what their circumstance health wise is they are expecting still something great and so I want to talk from the for just a few moments of time is stop waiting for the other shoe to drop. Stop waiting for the other shoe to drop. In other words, stop waiting for something bad to happen. Yeah, bad things happen in life, but stop expecting bad things to happen. Stop expecting when you go to work for the people to be rude. Stop expecting when you go into a store that, that you're going to meet someone that's unkind. But when we begin to be positive and we are a person that's smiling and, and always joyous, um, it, it, it lights up a room. And, and one of the things I always say that when you are have a positive outlook, you tend to attract good things to you. Um, a few months ago, I talked about attracting the blessings of God. And this is what God wants us to do. He said, he's telling us, stop waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oftentimes we get up in the morning and we are not expecting God to do anything great. And if you don't expect God to do something great, how can God um, cause his blessings to flow your way? You have to expect God to do something of abundance and and not sit there waiting for the other shoe to drop in in the book of ecclesiastes the sixth chapter 
the sixth chapter of Ecclesiastes. Praise the Lord. And and I want to read from the um, the the 13th and 14th verse. Again, that's Ecclesiastes, the seventh chapter and the 13th and 14th verse. It says, think about what God has done. How can anyone straighten out what God has made crooked? When things are going well for you, be glad. And when trouble comes, just remember, God sends both happiness and trouble. You never know what is going to happen next. Remember, I talked about it just because we have peace doesn't mean peace does not necessarily mean that trouble is not going to come. But God has given us the gift of peace so that when trouble comes, we are at a calmness. There is no anxiety. There is nothing but joy. But when you live your life sitting there waiting for the other shoe to drop, oh, you know, things have been going pretty good for a few weeks between me and this person. I'm just waiting for things to go back to normal. You are beginning to speak those things into existence. So God wants you and I, he says, stop waiting for the other shoe to drop. Stop waiting for something bad to happen. No, 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 no. Bad things happen on their own. I don't need to wait for it to happen. I can guarantee that it's going to happen. But what I'm expecting is for God to stand in the midst of whatever trouble I am in. Imagine if the Hebrew boys just were waiting for the other shoe to drop. They say, okay, we're going we're gonna to serve the idol God. We're, we're, we're going we're, we're, we're to serve the eye of God so that we don't have to deal with, with just wondering if God's going to come through for us. But they refused to bow down to an idol God. And they were willing to go into the fiery furnace because they expected their God to come through for them. So what are you saying, Pastor Bryce? I'm saying every morning you get up, every morning your day starts, you are expecting that day to be wonderful you are expecting God to cause blessings to come your way you are expecting God that if you have a headache he's going to take it away you are expecting God if you are in a bad relationship and you're praying to God and you're saying God I need you to deliver my marriage I need you to deliver the relationship that I have with my children to make it better then you are expecting God to simply do it because we're no longer waiting for the other shoe to drop because we know that God is in control so when things are going well for you Proverbs says Ecclesiastes says I'm sorry when things are going well for you be glad when trouble comes just remember remember I spoke a a few months ago I think you got to have total recall sometimes when those moments seem like that that they keep coming and You know, I keep going through the same cycle of things just not happening for me the way I thought they would happen. But check the scripture, the scripture out too now. It says, God sends both happiness and trouble. We never know what is going to happen. It says, God sends both happiness and trouble. We never know what's going to happen as far as when trouble's going to come or when good is going to come. But the one thing we do know is that the God that we serve, he is a present help in the time of our trouble. He is a God that will never lie. He is a God that he is consistently 
with his children because he is a God that promised to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond all we could ask or even think. And and it says in Proverbs 15, 15, and I want to read it from the Message Bible. Proverbs 15, 15, it says a miserable heart means a miserable life. <laughs> a miserable heart means a miserable life. A cheerful heart fills the day with song. One of the things that we do and that I like to do, but my husband had started doing this first, is that when we would wake up, he would put on music, happy music. It could be gospel, it could be jazz, it may be hip hop. But it was music to get us up, realizing again that we are alive. We're able to move. We have the use and activities of our limbs. No one had to get us out of the bed. And so in getting up and you hear the music and you're moving and, you you know, we didn't we didn't have to have coffee. We, we were talking and, you know, the kids I found would kind of hear them singing and I was moving. My husband was moving, kind of moving into the rhythm of the music. And so by the time we left the house, the mood and the emotion was in a very good place. So what are you saying again, Pastor Bryce? I'm saying stop waiting for the other shoe to drop. My co-worker was telling me a story and he was saying that uh, there was a, a two gentlemen and one guy lived in the upper level apartment and maybe the other one, say, lived on first floor. And the guy that lived on the second floor when he when he would get off he would get off kind of late and so the guy that lived on the first floor would have to hear him as the guy would take his boots off he would always drop them and and the guy on the bottom on the first floor would always hear those boots drop and and one day he got up the nerve and he um, had a conversation with the guy on the second floor and he says man i wish you'll stop dropping your boots and so one particular night, the, the guy on the second floor, he comes home and, and he's tired and he, he takes off his boot and he drops the first one. And he remembers what the conversation was that he had with the guy downstairs, that he would not drop his boots. And so the next morning he gets up and um, he goes down and he noticed that the the neighbor downstairs is upset and he's like, well, no, why are you upset? I, I, I didn't drop, I, I, I try not to drop my boot and, and I only dropped one, but then I remembered what we said. And then the guy down below on the first floor said, well, I didn't sleep at all because I was waiting for you to drop the other boot. So God says, this is what we, so many of us are in this place, we're not moving forward because we are so waiting for the other boot to drop. And God wants you to trust him. God wants you to know that you need to have a merry heart, not have a miserable heart because he wants you to have a, a happy life, a joyous life, a, a, a life that is full of, of life and fun. Because he's, that's the kind of God we serve. That is the kind of God that we serve. He wants us to expect something great and awesome to happen. And another story I was reading as I was researching, there's a young man that's telling his story about how when he would go through life, he was always so miserable, always so disappointed 
when things would happen and he got to a place because he kept having disappointment after disappointment after disappointment he started expecting every moment every situation to be disappointing that was his expectation so again imagine this if that's what you're expecting that's what you're thinking that's what you're speaking that is what you are attracting into your environment I'm expecting negativity, therefore I get negativity. I speak negative, therefore I get negative. And so as he as he got older, he realized that a lot of the darkness that was hanging around him was because he was abused sexually by his father when he was younger. And and in reading, he says, I used to be like that. His, his motto was, if you don't expect anything good to happen, then you won't be disappointed when it doesn't. And that is another thing that so many of us will do. We'll say, you know what? I just won't expect anything good to happen. Because if I don't expect anything good to happen, then when it doesn't happen, I won't be disappointed. And God says, wait a second. I'm bigger than that. I'm greater than that. If I make a promise to you and I have made promises, let's look at the book of Deuteronomy 28. Let's look in Psalms. Let's look in in, um, Galatians and, and from the book of Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation. There are promises from God. And he tells us, he goes, I always keep my promise. I never, ever lie about my promise. And so this young man, he realized, he goes, you know, I, I was abused when I was younger. And, and because he was sexually abused as a child by his father, he grew up, it says, and he became an adult who was really negative. Now, I'm not saying that, that, that that's not a reason to be negative. But then you have those that have gone through abuse and so much worse with the abuse, but somehow they find a positive perspective. And we, so many of us, we become negative just because we're told no a few times. And we sit there waiting for just the other boot to fall. We're losing sleep. We're not eating. We're not talking to the person we're in a relationship with. We have broken fellowship. Even with your church, you don't want to go to church. You don't want to go to prayer prayer night. You don't want to come to Bible study. And you're just like, I'm just, I'm just done. I'm just done because every time I pray, nothing happens. But what you must realize is that it may not be happening on this physical earth. But in the heavenly realm, God has heard your prayer. And he is taking care of things in the background. He just wants to see you be faithful. That he is going to come through for you. So I want to encourage you, my brothers and my sisters. Stop waiting for the other boot to fall. But begin to expect God to do exactly what he says the young man that suffered the abuse he says in one morning he was standing in the bathroom and he remember noticing this evil presence around him it wasn't new this presence had been with him this this heavy darkness this this blackness this negative flow do you know it's it's when you're negative all the time that's a heaviness that's a darkness around you And he says, I realized I had always faced it and had always felt it. And it made me think, what bad things is going to happen next? How many have to say that? Oh, what's going to happen next? What's going to go wrong now? What? Oh, Jesus. 
The best thing that you've done in all of that whole situation is to say, oh, Jesus. But God says, look, he says, I got this. And God told that young man again in Proverbs 15, 15, as I, as I read that earlier. He said to him, if you have a miserable heart, you're going to have a miserable life. We have to work to have a perspective of joy and happiness. I know every day is not going to be sunshine in your life in the physical, but you can sure make sunshine in your life in the spiritual because he is that kind of God and he wants you and I to have joy and to expect great things and, and expect him to, to open up the windows of heaven and pour you out just a blessing that you don't have room to receive. When you start having fear, this is, and, and that's what waiting for the other shoe to drop, it consists of fear. It consists of doubt. And I have to tell you, my friends, fear and faith don't work together. Fear is the opposite of faith. And it takes faith, faith to accept anything good in our lives. So on this week, I want to encourage you. If you are one of those individuals that you are always waiting for the worst to happen, you're waiting for the boot, the other shoe to fall, the other boot to fall, I want you to, to give it to God right now as we go into prayer. God has come to deliver you at this right now moment. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You may not always see the way, but you've got to believe that God is the way. And therefore, because he is the way, he has already established the way for you in every situation. That is our prayer. Let's pray. Father God, we want to thank you for this moment of time. Thank you how you have blessed us on this week alone. Lord, I'm praying for the individual that is listening, who this word is for them. It's directly for them. That person that is so full of negativity, that person that, that may be living in an environment that's negative and they are trying to stay positive, but all of this negativity is trying to encroach on them or encroach on them, Father. I pray right now that you will dispatch angels and minister to their circumstance. Allow them to see, open up their eyes that they see that he that is with them is greater than all of them and is greater than every situation that may be trying to surround them and make them feel that they are defeated. For God, you are our keeper. You are our deliverer. You are our healer. You are the mighty battle axe in war and in a, in a battle. Lord God, you are our God of peace. You are the God that says, I am that I am. And you will supply every need according to your riches and glory. So Lord, that person that is just in a mindset to always expect the worst, let them see who you are and that the worst has already been canceled if they can only have faith in you father god we thank you 
the person that is listening today that does not know you in the pardon of their sin, Lord, I pray that right now in this moment of time, they realize that this is their day. They don't have to wait for the other shoe to drop. They don't have to put off and say, I got to wait until I get to church. They can say the prayer right now. Father, forgive me. I've sinned. I'm a sinner. I am sorry for my sins. I repent and I ask you to come into my life, come into my heart and be my God and allow me to be your servant. And God, as they say that prayer and they believe in this moment of time, they have become a born again Christian. And they are a citizen of heaven. So we thank you right now. We will no longer have the attitude of waiting for the other boot or the other shoe to fall. But we will walk and wake up every day expecting to have great things. Expecting to be in good health. Expecting to have the best job. Expecting to have the best day ever. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus, this is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, listen, my friends, I pray that you continue to enjoy the rest of your week. Yes, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. And there is nothing that you're going to encounter today that you cannot overcome. Because God has said in his word that we are more than overcomers. I want to encourage you and tell you that you are are a conqueror in Jesus name. May your day be filled with the joy of the Lord. And remember that you are a ambassador of wellness. Go out and be somebody's lifeline. Somebody is down in the valley and they need to get home. And God has used you and declared and proclaimed that you would be the one to bring them out of the valley. May the peace of our Lord and Savior rest, rule, and abide with thee, henceforth now and forevermore. In the mighty, matchless name of Jesus Christ, we pray. God bless you. Shalom.